0: Picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes a bigger story is not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. Welcome to another exciting edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. This week, Ed Horman, Josh Rhodes, Robbie Hot, and Jeremy Glissie run down the week that was. Josh, take it away.
1: Houston, Texas. Gravedigger and Dennis Anderson doubles down again. That makes two in a row for him in competitions in the 2010-2011 season. Also the debut of the Lucas Oil uh, Crusader down there with Lindsey Wink behind the wheel. I understand he did very good in freestyle, scored a 26. Not quite enough to get a hold of Dennis's 31, but it was still a very good performance during the debut of the Lucas Oil Crusader. On a side note of the show, Lupe Sosa had a very good freestyle in the Advance Auto Parts Grinder. And uh, a lot of guys have been saying he did a barrel roll in freestyle. It looks to me like he just decided to say, here's the hill, I'm going to roll over it. <laughs> that, that's my basic opinion on that. Uh, he, he had a very good uh, night, though, from what I understand. Uh, again, though, i got to mention Gravedigger, Dennis Anderson, double down two in a row. It's, it's been a while since he's done that. Since 2009, I believe, was when the last time he doubled down twice in a row. So Houston looked like it was a very good show. Just to add one more thing to the Houston show, Dennis Anderson also received his world finals qualifier flag. So we'll be looking for the world racing champion to try and repeat this coming year in Vegas.
2: All right. Next up, we go right into another big stadium show. Detroit, Michigan Ford field had 14 fantastic trucks, a lot of storylines, a lot of debuts. I was uh, privileged enough to be able to crew for the sudden impact racing team with John Zimmer and David Brown. And uh, great experience there. Uh, you will see the photos that I shot from that show online soon. You already have teasers up there on allmonster.com. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, big night for the Monster Mutt and Man teams, first of all. They received their flags uh, to qualify for Las Vegas. Charlie Pawkin accepted his on behalf of the Monster Mutt team, even though he was driving his gray digger there. Uh, you'll see some more about that on CharliePawkin.com. But uh, Joe Miller drove Monster Mutt there. Charlie Pawkin will be accepting the, you know, the flag there, so he will be driving Monster Mutt again, returning to Las Vegas to defend his Freestyle World Championship. In addition, uh, I was somewhat surprised to see Leo Donald get a flag right away in Ironman. Uh, he's proven his wares. He had a great Freestyle in Vegas last year, but uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that that they gave two flags away right away. And uh, usually, it's more more weighted towards the people that have won in the past as opposed to people that have simply done well. Uh, But Lee proved us all wrong and uh, had a fantastic night of racing. He did not qualify first, but he was right behind fast qualifier Frank Kreml. They met up in the finals, and uh, Leo was able to take a big racing victory to uh, support the choice of him going to Vegas right away. So big night for Lee. Uh, He was behind the wheel of a brand-new chassis so he didn't take it easy in freestyle but he was feeling things out he got a great slap wheelie in there for the freestyle portion of the show um as well as as lead debuting a new chassis tom mince was able to put the uh first few dents in the maximum destruction chassis with a fantastic uh, spectacular freestyle a little bit of luck involved in a flip save but uh nevertheless he did a great job with a truck that was not a hundred percent after a few hits and uh, took home a big freestyle victory. Among the other freestyle highlights I would include are another de- ch- new chassis debut. Jocelyn Perrin was behind the wheel of high maintenance for her first crack at a big stadium show, or any show for that matter, in her new chassis from Concussion Engineering. So she had a good, a good night, but I was able to talk to Jeff Perrin after the show, and he has some tweaks that he wants to make to the truck before the next time it hits the floor. Uh, they have another show coming up in St. Louis, Missouri, as far as big stadiums go. And she's very interested in, uh, doing a good job, obviously for the, for the monster jam fans. Um, but yeah, she, uh, she had a little bit of a rough landing in freestyle. They need to tweak the shocks a little bit. Jeff told me that as well. Uh, they're going to go with a little bit of a higher gear. They were running out of gear and in racing in, uh, in the videos you can see on YouTube and things like that. Uh, you can see where there was a little bit of a revving high going on with high maintenance. So. Overall a good debut for that new chassis as well. Uh in addition, highlights of freestyle, I would include uh these four trucks. Amsoil shock therapy with John Zimmer had a fantastic run, high energy, high momentum, uh just great all around. Didn't tear the truck up as well. Um then obviously there was mints and maximum destruction. Had a fantastic run. Um uh, you know, flip save whole deal. Uh they had a lot to work to do to that truck after the show. Uh, and um so there was a lot going on there in addition charlie pawkin was was faced with the task of following up mince's freestyle and uh, did an admirable job almost almost did catch tom there but uh no roll, no roll save for chucky uh did a fantastic job though huge huge wheelies crossing everything up uh couldn't quite get a slap wheelie in there one of the stories of the night was how loose the dart was uh guys were sliding around there and racing you know like no other and uh that doesn't, that isn't very conducive to, uh, popping a slap wheelie off, especially when the cars are mashed down. So overall, Chucky had a great night. Uh, didn't come away with any wins, but you know, when you come in second to a freestyle like Tom Mintz is there, uh, nothing to be ashamed of for certain. The other, uh, big surprise, it might surprise some people, uh, is Mark McDonald had an outstanding run behind the wheel of El Toro Loco in freestyle had the chart point in every way, but upside down on those horns and, uh, just has complete control of the truck. Every year he gets better, and it was obvious to me that uh, that freestyle that he put on would normally win a big stadium show, win almost anywhere. Uh, you can see the video on YouTube.com. and uh, We favorited some of our runs from Detroit on All Monster Videos' YouTube channel, so be sure to check that out. Uh, talked with a few folks after the show as well. Um, John Zimmer was absolutely uh, you know, really happy with His new uh, setup that he has, he has some new beadlocks on the Amzal Shock Therapy, and they also have a new racing uh, engine sponsor in Scorpion Racing Engines. So Chevy Block-based, and uh, both he and David Brown told me they were very happy with the way that their engines were set up. Everything was really good there. So definitely a good event overall in Detroit, Michigan at Ford Field, and it was also announced that there will be two events next year at Ford Field one in January and one in March. So be on the lookout for those. Tickets will go on sale soon, and uh, we will have plenty of photos up from Detroit, Michigan soon on allmonster.com. The next event we
0: got is from Manchester, New Hampshire, the Verizon Wireless Lena, another Monster Jam event. Big things we got coming from here, Gravedigger, the Legend Truck, Adam Anderson debuted that, a very beautiful machine. Uh, Chris Lagana debuted the new Ground Pounder machine, the new cradle design. Also another interesting note, Black Stallion, this is going to be the second one. That team is uh, driven by Jim Tracy, the former Killer Bee chassis, to some of those hardcore nuts out there. Adam had a very successful run in his Grave Digger the Legend truck. Also interesting to note, Iron Man, the second one driven by Scott Buto debuted. He rolled twice in racing, rolled once in freestyle, but he did come back and win a freestyle with a stoppy, which was pretty spectacular to see. Uh, I'm sure that we have that on all Monster videos, so check that out on YouTube.
2: All right, next up, from the Sun National Bank Center, Trenton, New Jersey, hosted a Monster Jam. And the truck and driver lineups there, as far as all Monster clients go, uh, they had a big weekend. So uh, Carl Van Horn debuted Gravedigger number 23 to great success. And the combination of Andy and Jeremy Slifko behind the wheel of Eradicator and Backdraft, respectively, pushed him all weekend. Those were the three big trucks, big stories uh and there's another one that Ed will throw in there at the end of this but for now uh Carl Van Horn swept racing freestyle donuts uh for a couple of the shows was upset in racing and like I said more on that later but uh Carl told me after the show that his shocks uh, needed some work after the first show they worked on them all weekend and you can see a big difference between the first show and the last show you'll be able to see all of that all of those videos of Carl's fantastic freestyles in particular on Carlvanhorn.com. Uh they worked on the shocks all weekend, diligent. Um great job by the crews there. And uh eventually came away with not only a bunch of victories, but uh a little bit of a smoother ride for Carl behind the wheel after taking all those big hits. So uh the person that was pushing him to freestyle all weekend was Jeremy Slifko in backdraft. The young two thousand and ten rising star of the year award winner is on his way to another great season and pushed, as I mentioned, pushed Carl all weekend behind the wheel of backdraft, took several second-place finishes in freestyle, and uh, had some solid wheelie efforts as well. Carl told me that Jeremy should have won one night in the crowd cheer-off as far as freestyle goes. Uh, Jeremy is never one to say that he should have won, but I got the impression that he had a good run. He was happy with it, so... Fans go home happy when two trucks are pushing each other real hard, especially in a smaller arena show like that. So obviously a good thing. As well, wanted to mention, Eradicator with Andy Sliffko behind the wheel. Switched up his paint job a little bit, went back to the classic lettering on the truck. I think that's a good decision, first of all. And second of all, he backed up the new look with a couple of outstanding wheelies in the wheelie competition. You'll be able to see those on all monster videos in our favorite section. So a great weekend overall in Trenton, New Jersey. Keep tuned to backdraftmt.com, eradicator4x4.com, and carlvanhorn.com for all the updates from Trenton.
0: Rob, you're right. I do got a little bit of information from Trenton, a little bit of history. The Tasmanian Devil, driven by Nicole Johnson, her first weekend out, she did win racing Friday night. That makes her the first female driver to win on her first night out in a monster truck. So congratulations, Nicole.
3: Well, guys, I started off the 2011 season in Columbus, Ohio at the Nationwide Arena. I took in the Freestyle Mania show out there, and I'll tell you one thing right now about the Freestyle Mania format. If there's one in your area and you don't check it out, you're really doing yourself a disservice. You might as well check out this show. The Monster Trucks run a lot. There's all kinds of cool freestyle from BMX, Super Bikes, Freestyle Metacross, and of course they even got quads out there doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's a really cool event. It lasts about an hour and 45 minutes, a little bit shorter than your other Monster Jam formats, but it's still a great show and the monster trucks run a heck of a lot more trucks in attendance at this show were gravedigger driven by gary porter teammate to that truck spider-man driven by whit tarleton marshall law paul strong heartbreaker kayla savage there were some issues with those trucks i will explain on that in just a second we also had aftershock driven by bob robbins teammate to that truck crazy train driven by mark noto samson the hometown hero right there driven by dan patrick and rounding out the field mechanical mischief driven by jim burns now, Heartbreaker and Martial Law, they had some troubles getting to the venue. Uh, they were not there Friday night. I was there Saturday afternoon for the pit party, and I, and I saw Heartbreaker sitting in the back waiting to be tired up. Martial Law was nowhere in sight. I asked the track official what was going on. They said they had some holler issues. So whether or not that was the case or not, I don't exactly know. That could just be something the track official said. But uh, those two trucks very rarely made any kind of appearance. Uh, Heartbreaker was out there for the 730 show. She made a couple passes during the Maniac Challenge and the uh, Wheelie Contest. But other than that, she went right back to the holler. She was having all kinds of problems. And like I just said, Martial Law was nowhere to be found. So so I hope that team uh, gets their issues worked out. Kind of bummed out not to see them. But... You know they'll live to fight another day, I suppose. As far as your winners go for the uh, Saturday events, Gravedigger took most of them. He took uh, the Maniac Challenge. He took the Donuts. Um, I think the one event he didn't win was uh, the Saturday evening uh, wheelie contest. That was that was won by uh, Dan Patrick, I believe. Um notable things to happen during the event, uh during the two o'clock show. First truck out was Crazy Train driven by Mark Noto. He makes one revolution during the donut and he rolls it over. We got some great pictures of that in the photo gallery for the Columbus event that'll be up in a couple days. Um, other great things to, uh, to notice from this event, the new Gravedigger truck. Gary's got a uh, Gravedigger number 25. That truck is fast and it is soft. It soaks up every little hit, and it's like a rocket when it takes off the line. In fact, it almost pulled a little bit of a power wheelie, which I was kind of surprised to see from such a long wheelbase truck. Um, the other parts of the show, the, the freestyle stuff... Um, kind of cool you know you see bmx i've been seeing that kind of stuff for years and those guys do some crazy things uh we always see freestyle midacross nothing like seeing a guy do a knack knack over you know a 45 50 foot gap that's pretty cool what really impressed me was seeing the quads come out and do the freestyle stuff on a quad so if you don't like teasers here mute your speakers for about 10 seconds or so nothing like seeing a quad do a backflip that was just awesome i mean that's kind of like the highlight of the uh the freestyle portion of that event for those guys um they all come out and do like a backflip train it was pretty cool and, um, you know, lots of cool lighting, you know, music. It's very, you know, energized, and it's kind of a youthful kind of thing, uh, almost like you'd see it like a Supercross show. So uh, that part of the show was awesome. And like I was saying during the intro to this, the monster trucks run a heck of a lot more, um, you know, during like a typical Thunder Nationals event, you know, between the qualifying, the racing, the donut, and the freestyle, you might see the trucks actually run for like seven minutes tops. Uh, the monster Trucks were out there, I would say, 80% of the show. I, I mean, the monster Trucks are the main deal as far as the Freestyle Mania show goes. And um, as far as the track goes, I did have one gripe with that. It seemed that during the donut contest, a lot of trucks, they just weren't able to get any kind of revolution going unless you had those really, you know, buffed down tires or even uh, running the SIR tires. So what I'd like to see the officials do, they have a donut box down there that they want the trucks to do the donuts in. You can't go down to, you know, one end of the floor and do them down there. They want you to, where the donut box is designated to be. I feel like they could uh, mix that part of the track with some sand or something because that's also uh, part of the track where they turn for the Maniac Challenge. So I figure if you could, you know, get that part of the track loosened up a little bit, uh, throw some sand or something in there and kind of, you know, loosen the dirt up, it would make for a much better wheelie. I think... uh, out of the two shows, I think maybe four trucks had some decent wheelies out of the 12, out of the you know, six for each show. Out of the 12 total that ran, I think four had some pretty decent donuts. But, you know, that's that's life. You know, sometimes the track conditions aren't ideal. So besides that little gripe there about the donuts, I have nothing to complain about the uh, Freestyle Mania format. It's their second year running it, and I hope they continue to run it for a long time. The freestyle action's good on all fronts, and the Monster Trucks run a heck of a lot more. And if that's why you're there, you're there to see the Monster Trucks. You're not going to be disappointed. You'll get your money's worth. Up next
1: was Nashville, Tennessee, and this was also a historic show for Monster Jam as it marked the debut for Torque Pro off-road driver Todd LeDuke in Blue Thunder. And Todd LeDuke didn't disappoint. His first night out in racing, he made it to the finals against Chad Tingler and Gravedigger, and unfortunately a rollover cost him his first ever win in a Monster Jam competition. The wheelie contest that night was won by John Seasock and Grinder, and of course freestyle was won by the legendary Gravedigger in a brand new chassis for Chad Tingler. Uh, in that event as Saturday night wasn't a very good night for the gravedigger didn't win a competition at all on Saturday night as a matter of fact a surprise winner in the wheelie contest Alan Pizzo scoring a 27 in the Predator machine took the Predator to new heights I guess you could say in the wheelie contest as he won that we go into racing again this is not a surprise for those that have followed the sport for a long time John Seesok and his brand new advanced auto parts grinder ride takes the racing win in Nashville on Saturday night and freestyle I'm not going to say that this is a surprise, but it's something that's been coming for a long time. Dana Creech and Monster Mutt puts on one of the best performances I have seen in a small arena-type environment in a long time, and he deserved that freestyle win on Saturday night.
2: Definitely. Just to add to your comment about Dana, if you haven't checked out the video of his winning freestyle, we do have that on all Monster videos on YouTube. Be sure to check that one out. That is one that, for a small arena I don't think personally you can do much better than what Dana did there. He is an up-and-coming driver, obviously had a great rookie season last year and uh, may have been a bit overlooked, but not anymore. If he keeps freestyling like that, I see big things in the future for Dana Creach. They're going to have to find something for him to drive in Vegas if he keeps going like that this year.
0: The next event we had going on is in Des Moines, Iowa. Big story from this weekend, Drew Haygood bringing the Desperado machine. Drew, hope for the best of luck this year. Stone Crusher, number two, driven by Darren Migas, came out and had a successful weekend winning two events. Congratulations Darren and team. Also another big story, El Toro Loco, driven by rookie driver this year, Barry Musauer. Good friend of the show. Also check out All Monster for an interview from him and blogs that he's been doing all his rookie season.
2: Next up, we had a great event at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and so Iowa had a great weekend of Monster Trucks for sure. I wouldn't be sure which one to attend myself, but Big story there was Tony Farrell behind the wheel of, we'll call it, the other legendary gravedigger. Digger. That one has a slightly different body style than the uh, 51.4 that Adam Anderson drives. He uh, actually has just a simple, normal Gravedigger Digger 50 Chevy panel truck style. Um, Either way, though, fantastic job from Tony Farrell. I'm going to go ahead and eat my words about him having to adjust to the chassis a little bit. Tony Farrell is a driver's driver. He did a fantastic job behind the wheel of Grave Digger 12. As I mentioned before, it's not the greatest combination for a big, long wheelbase truck to be on a small arena, but Tony did absolutely everything he could behind the wheel of that truck, making the legendary Gravedigger name well-known already, and uh, I'm sure gaining a few fans in the process. He had a couple of great wheelie contest attempts. His freestyle that I've seen so far on YouTube was fantastic. Uh, Just great, great momentum. He obviously has been... uh, somehow practicing his monster trucking because it's been a while since we've seen him behind the wheel but uh you know all jokes aside Tony Farrell with a fantastic weekend there in Council Bluffs and uh that was the big story out of that show he didn't need any uh, any adjustment time behind the wheel the next show we
0: go to is put on by Monster Nation this is in South Haven Mississippi big story coming out of this is J.R. McNeil making his debut driving the Raising Cane machine also The big story out of the weekend is mad Mike Hawkins driving his Equalizer, not only performing a backflip, not once, but twice. First night, he wasn't so successful. The second night, probably had one of the most beautiful backflips you'll ever see in a monster truck and getting some sick air. Look for that on EqualizerRacing.com. The Monster Nationals brings their event to Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, The big stories out of this was the debut of the Chalkboard Chuck and the star Mar- star Marshall machine, uh, and Heavy Hitter was also there, making this making his second event out. So good to see them out there, and uh, they all had pretty impressive debuts.
2: Next up, the Monster Truck Winter Nationals presented by Checkered Flag Productions took their act to West Valley City, Utah, the Maverick Center. Now, big stories coming out of this one were the debut of the new Rock Star with Bill Payne. Uh, from what I could see of the YouTube videos, he had a little bit of trouble with his rear steer. So that hampered his performance a little bit at uh, one of the shows. But the truck sits a lot higher than the older one. I'm sure that Bill Payne can uh, turn things around, get things going there. It's always tough to have new truck bugs to work out. But, uh, you know, he's one of the hardest working guys in the in the sport as far as uh, putting things back together, making sure things are right. So I see big things coming out of him there. Other stories from the event, Eric Tack needed no time to shake the rust off as well. He and Tony Farrell both had that in common this weekend. Tax swept everything and uh, demolished a wheelie bar in the, con- in the process during his freestyle run. So, uh, Bad Boy Bigfoot lived up to the name. Great show for him in Checkered Flags Winter Nationals in, in Utah. In addition, the Lethal Weapon truck also made its debut, so look out for that one. They're going to have to do a little bit of work on that truck, get it to where they want to be. But, overall, great show in West Valley City, Utah. Moving right along, the Monster X Tour took its show to Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, no racing at this one, just freestyle and the backflip. Actually, two of them at the U.S. Bank Arena. Ghost Rider was there with Larry Quick, and he was the aforementioned backflip. Uh, The first night, it was more of a backflop, kind of a handspring type of deal. He took a hard hit on the nose of the truck uh, in his backflip attempt, landed straight on the main rail on the nose, and uh, sort of flopped back over. So it was a complete backflip. We call it a handspring here. Uh, Went into a nice little freestyle, though, with the front end looking a little bit loose. You can see those videos on YouTube, and uh, be on the lookout for QuickMotorsports.com as well for updates from there. uh, The second night, his backflip was much better, more clean. So two backflips on the weekend, Hawkins and Ghost Rider doing their thing. So As well, we had uh, Ben Winslow making his first quarter debut behind the wheel of Bounty Hunter. Now, we get word that he is going to be bouncing back and forth between the Bounty Hunter body and the Iron Outlaw body, depending on which shows are going to be running. So uh, the word we're getting right now is that he will be driving Iron Outlaw next weekend. But for this show at the U.S. Bank Arena, he took it down in freestyle, had a great run in Bounty Hunter. So overall, another great show. Good job to all the drivers and trucks in Cincinnati, Ohio, for the Monster Truck Entertainment's Monster X Tour. The last show for this edition of AllMonster.com's
1: Beyond the Lens is Guthrie, Oklahoma, and on Friday night, it saw Dale Mitchell take the free, or the wheelie win and Predator. Racing was won by a legendary name in Monster Trucks, in my opinion, former driver of Bustin' Loose, Ron Nelson, driving Pouncer, and Freestyle was won by a friend of AllMonster, Steven Thompson and Hurricane Force.
2: Congratulations, and sure, for Steven on his win behind the wheel of Hurricane Force. As well, we had Ryan Rice had a... Uh, a, a solid weekend, but also a lot of breakage. You'll be able to see some of that, some of that on generalhazard.com. dot com. And uh, he checked in with us, saying that he had to thrash to get the truck back together in time for the second show. So he had things going there. You'll be able to see all the pictures there. And uh, you know, of course, Ron Nelson behind the wheel of Pouncer is always a good thing. That's a that's a cool name to see back in the sport. And uh, maybe he'll continue on with the Pouncer name for the rest of this first quarter. We'll have to check in about that. For now, though, that's all the time we have for this week in AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. I want to thank Jeremy, I want to thank Ed, I want to thank Josh, and of course, thank you everybody for checking out the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. We'll see you next week.
0: And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.